Hello, my name is Dr. Andrew Nish, and I am the medical director at the John Stoddard Cancer Center in Des Moines, Iowa, and you are listening to The Dish with Nish, where I will be serving up topics of interest on cancer prevention, treatment, and life after cancer. Each episode will feature experts who will talk about the latest science in cancer prevention, cancer treatment, and how to lead a full and extraordinary life. So I thank all of you for being here on this snowy afternoon, and I am delighted to have my guest today, Adam Hazelhune. Adam is the Director of Development at the John Stoddard Cancer Center, and today's topic is going to be the importance of philanthropy in cancer care. Welcome, Adam. Hi, Andy. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Adam has been with us for four years now. and. He's done a tremendous job at leading our development team. And a couple of questions I always ask at the beginning, Adam, Uh, you know, philanthropy, some people, you know, it sounds kind of boring and like, oh, how do you do that? So what what gets you out of bed in the morning? What excites you about (laughs) philanthropy? Sure. Well, I'll be honest and say, you know, it was never, I didn't go to school for philanthropy, right? You know, my college degree is not in fundraising or anything. Uh, it wasn't necessarily anything I had, had planned out. Um, I kind of just fell into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's what I love about it is seeing the joy that it brings people, seeing the difference that it makes as you know, cheesy as that might sound. <laughs> but it's real. Um, mm-hmm. And you know that not only you know makes a difference, but it makes you feel good. Um, and knowing that you're a part of making that happen, um, is is really important for me um, at Stoddard specifically. Stoddard is important to me. I've had family members treated at Stoddard, and so I know firsthand uh, that it's a wonderful place. And I've seen what it can do for people um, and how they take care of people. And so um, that's what brings me joy about uh, philanthropy is just not only seeing the joy it can bring to others, but knowing what a difference it makes. Great. You know, that leads into my next question, which has to do with joy, and it's on a more personal level. So personally, you know, your job, what you see, the fruits of your job bring you joy. Are there, is there something else in your personal life that brings you joy that really makes you smile? Sure. Well, um, smiling laughter is very important to me. Um, I try not to take myself too seriously. Um, and so I'm always willing to, you know, be the one that puts on a silly hat to make people laugh or whatever that's needed. Um, something that uh, I do just kind of as a hobby is uh, I've always done community theater. Um, and so I've grown up with that and grown up with um, acting classes and, and summer camps and all that. And so uh, when I can find time, I love being in plays, going to musicals, uh, exploring that uh, other world that you can create uh, and, just find time to laugh. You know, I didn't know that about you. Yes. Thanks yeah. for sharing. And you I bet. know what brought you joy in 2016. The Cubs winning the World <laughs> Series. Absolutely. Yeah. Adam's a big Cubs fan. He's got all kinds of Cubs paraphernalia in his office. And he was yeah. very excited when we got to have uh, Rizzo on the uh, rally for cancer a couple of years ago, or last year. Last year. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, let's start out with basics. And the basic question is, why is philanthropy important in a cancer program? 
Sure. Well, I'd say philanthropy is important to a cancer program uh, because it really helps with the overall financial strength of a cancer center. You know, it um, it rallies the community behind our services and our patients and shows our patients, you know what, you're not in this journey alone. There is a whole community of people that believes in you, believes in the cancer center, um, and are willing to step up and support it. You know, we have thousands of donors every year who uh, donate to the cancer center. And so that is thousands of people that are behind every one of our patients. Um, philanthropy helps, I would say, position a cancer center for long-term success. Uh, you know, it, um, on a more mundane level, it you know frees up important operational dollars that can go towards um, emerging needs or areas where there might be unexpected costs. You know, COVID uh, was something that was totally unexpected, and so we relied on philanthropy uh, a lot these past couple of years uh, for different area, different areas, and different things that just popped up that were never a problem before. Uh, and so I, I think overall, it just allows our leadership um, some flexibility too, flexibility to spend dollars where it's needed most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the connection to the community is so important. I mean, we are what we're classified as a community cancer center, and we're right. here not only to serve cancer patients, but the community in general uh, with outreach and prevention and all kinds of messaging. So yep. that's tremendously important. Yep. Now, a lot of people say, you know, why, why is philanth- why should I give to the cancer center? Doesn't insurance pay for all this stuff? And <laughs> the answer to that is? No, insurance does not pay for everything. You know, so insurance will cover a lot of the treatment portions of cancer care is what I'd say, you know, the, the scientific, the treatment portions. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, many of the things uh, that we especially talk about at Stoddard that allow us to care for people, to care for our patients, to care for human beings are not covered. Um, and, so, you know, that includes things that just make patients more comfortable um, and help them continue living their life. I won't get into the specific things yet because I know we're going to talk about them, but um, it's just really those things that go above and beyond the, the basic treatments of cancer. Well, let's talk about those things. Uh, the time is now. What yeah. what programs are people supporting at Stoddard, and why are those programs so important to patient care? Yeah, so at Stoddard, I, some of those examples would be, you know, the biggest one is our nurse navigator program, our four nurses and our oncology social worker um, who help navigate patients through their cancer journey from start to end and beyond. Um they're just so critical to the care that we provide, and they're uh, funded by philanthropy. Uh, the Charlie Cutler Healing and Wellness Program, which uh, is a lot of more of our integrative therapies, uh, that program is supported 100% by philanthropy. What's on your mind? Our free counseling program, which you know exactly in the name, it provides free counseling services to patients. We've got a counselor right on staff um, who can see a patient almost immediately. Uh, if, if they have a need, our adolescent and young adult program, our AYA program, uh, which helps patients in that 18 to 35-year-old age group um, who have a set of unique and specific needs, uh, you know, whether it's um, fertility issues that arise during treatment or maybe they're starting a new job 
uh, just navigating that different uh, part of the life that we have in that early stages. Uh, that program is covered by philanthropy. Our Empower Salon, which provides salon services free of charge to patients where they can go in and, and get their hair cut or perhaps uh, buzzed off if, if needed uh, in a real safe setting, with trained professionals who understand not only the physical transformation that's occurring, but the emotional transformation that happens uh, with your appearance. Meals That Matter is a program that started during COVID, uh, and that is funded by philanthropy 100%, and it provides nutritious meals to patients uh, and their caregiver, uh, which is amazing. It prevents patients, you know, after treatment, they might be exhausted, out of energy. The last thing they want to do is go home and cook. So this gets them a, a ready, nutritious meal that they can just go home, heat up, and that way they're not stopping at a fast food drive through or something uh, and not really taking care of themselves uh, because we know that nutrition is really important to the healing process. Um, you know, free mammograms uh, it's a, and other screening programs are covered by philanthropy and are really important. Uh, our care team education, you know, we have continuing education requirements and, and oncology certificates um, that are funded by philanthropy. And then um, our Compassion Fund. Uh, so our Compassion Fund helps support those little things uh, that patients might need, whether it's, um, you know, maybe they need to travel back and forth from a rural community for treatment to Des Moines every day. So we give them a gas card to help uh, offset those costs, or we help cover their utility bill or their heat bill, or just those little things to try and, and show some compassion, as the name of the fund indicates. I mean, all of those things are funded by philanthropy, and they all go to help take care of people, uh, and they're just all so important, and I think there are things that set Stoddard apart. Yeah, that's a, that's a long list. You know, I've, I've been at Unity yeah. Point for 30 years now, and, you know, I just want to emphasize the importance of these programs because, you know, we treat people with chemotherapy, radiation therapy, surgical therapy, integrative oncology therapies. But that is only one portion of actually caring, as you said, for the patient, because we're trying to, with these programs, we're caring for their nutritional needs, their spiritual needs, their emotional needs. And uh, it's just without this resource, uh, you know, care just isn't the same. And let me just give you an example. You know, my dad had colon cancer. He's 91. He had it about five years ago. Sure. And, you know, he went to the, he got his colon taken out by the surgeon, went to the oncologist, the oncologist gave him chemo. Not once was he offered any support services. Mm -hmm. And he just really kind of laments like, gosh, I wish I would have been in Des Moines. Yeah. So this is, this is, you know, not universal. I, I think we need to stress that. And, mm -hmm. you know, we, uh, as, as providers, are so dependent on you know philanthropy dollars to support these programs. So you've you've been at this for four years now, and what where are we seeing increased needs? Yeah, so um, there has been I'd say especially these past couple of years with COVID, uh, we've seen an increase in those things that uh, you know economic and financial burden uh, that's been placed on people. Um, and so where we can step in and help, you know, our compassion fund um, has seen an increased use. Like I mentioned, we, we started the Meals That Matter program as a direct uh, result uh, of COVID. 
because we, we saw a need and we addressed that. Um, and while you think of that as a nutrition program and it's helping with the nutrition, the flip side of that is it's saving people money on food. And, you know, it's paying for a meal. It's covering, you know, we offer that twice a week. So if a patient's coming in every day for radiation treatment, we're at least covering two meals a week for them. Um, and for a lot of people and a lot of our patients, that matters. Uh, you know, for some mm-hmm. of us who are lucky and are more financially secure, uh, you, you take that for granted, I think. And what you see on on the faces of these folks when you are able to give them one of these meals is, you know, happiness, joy. You see the stress uh, come away uh, that they're experiencing because for a lot of these people, they might not know how they're going to let alone cover the costs of their cancer treatment, but how they're going to cover their heat bill for the next month or their cell phone bill or just all those little things. Um, And so those, I think, are the biggest places we've seen, you know, free mammogram program too, again, another financial burden. We've seen that program really grow over the last three years. Um, And so I I think all of those kind of socioeconomic um, and financial burden um, areas are where we're seeing the most growth. Yeah, we talk about, you know, in the oncology world, you know, that t- drug toxicity, surgical toxicity, but the other toxicity is financial toxicity. Cancer yeah. care is expensive. It's becoming more expensive. Uh, you know, with insurance the way it is, we're putting more burden on patients and their families. So, you know, these programs on the surface may look like you said, oh, we're providing nutrition. Well, we're also saving money on meals. Mm-hmm. We're saving, helping people save money on gas, whatever it might be, yep. just, which is yep. so incredibly important. Yeah. You know, what, cancer is a, a word nobody wants to hear. Um, you know, we've had tremendous success at fundraising in cancer. What, what really motivates people to give? I would say uh, the overwhelming answer would be because they're grateful. Uh, People give, um, especially to the cancer center, because they've had a positive experience uh, at Stoddard or at Unity Point, either as a patient themselves, or perhaps a family member was treated here, or a neighbor or close friend. And they just want to show that they appreciate what that experience was and what it meant to them. Um, you know, we, we talk about in the, in the hospital setting, expressing gratitude is really a part of the healing process for many families. Um, and, and so they need to come and say, thank you. And, and giving financially is a way to say thank you. And it makes a difference. And, and so that's really the biggest way we, we see it is people just want to do something to express their gratitude and, uh, making a donation as a way to do that. Uh, for others, you know, it's just part of how they were raised. It's part of their value system, uh, and they just want to give back and help others. Uh, we have many people also, you know, who believe in they want the best cancer care to be here locally. Uh, and so they give back to Stoddard because we're a local organization that helps serve their neighbors and friends. And you never know when you might need the best care right here in your backyard. Uh, and so a lot of people give because of that. So I, I think there's a, across the board, there's a lot of different reasons. Uh, number one would be gratitude, but uh, all sorts of reasons people give. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. 
Yeah. So, you know, we, we pull money from many different places. Uh, you know, we have larger donors, we have small donors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where does the majority of funds come from? Or is it just a mix? I would say it's a mix, really. Mm-hmm. You know, we, uh, I would say Stoddard is both lucky and, uh, and a little bit, uh, we would love to have a big mega donor, right? Bill Gates could stop by any day and write us a large <laughs> check. Uh, but the reality is we haven't had that since John Stoddard himself 30 mm-hmm. plus years ago. Uh, and so we rely on gifts of all sizes and they all make a difference, whether it's big or small. And, you know, every day we get checks for $5 that come in the mail. Um, and, and so it, large and small, you know, we do fundraisers. We have our largest fundraiser at the rally um, at the cancer center, but there's so many community walks and runs that support Stoddard that you see, especially, you know, in October breast cancer awareness month, there's multiple ones every weekend that you can go to. Um, Families, again, back to expressing gratitude, are holding, you know, golf outings in memory of a loved one, uh, perhaps, or in honor of someone, and they donate the funds back to Stoddard. Um, You know, this might surprise some people. Our own staff, our own staff are generous donors to uh, the Cancer Center, and, and we see that across the board, and we're so lucky that our staff not only shows up every day to, to serve our patients uh, in their jobs, but then that they believe in what they do and they believe in our patients and they give back. Um, and then aside from that, right, there's corporations and foundations in um, Des Moines that give grants, big and small, uh, that we get receive. Uh, and as I mentioned, you know, just grateful patients and families. So I, we're really across the board, full spectrum. Uh, we don't rely on one more than any other. Uh, so we, we see kind of a, a full spectrum of support. Thank you. You know, I hear a lot of times, you know, people, there's different uh, charitable organizations fighting for these dollars. And you hear people a little bit reluctant to give because they really don't know what their money is being used for, or how much of that money is going for administrative costs. And they worry about how much of that money is actually making it to the programs that are being solicited. And how do you answer that for Stoddard? Sure. Yeah, no, that is something that um, is becoming more and more top of mind for people. I would say we've definitely seen that uh, in the past couple of years, and people are becoming more savvy to that and asking questions. Uh, and I think that stems from you see a lot of these really large national organizations who serve their purpose, um, but for a lot of them, they do have a lot of overhead and administrative costs, and for a lot of folks, um, that's just not where they want to see their funds go. Uh, so at Stoddard and Unity Point, something that really sets us apart, and we're so lucky that this is the case, is that we are set up so that all of our administrative costs are covered outside of donations. So 100% of someone's gift to Stoddard and the foundation goes directly to what you give to, which is huge. I mean, that allows mm-hmm. us to share a direct impact with, with the donor. So for example, if you give $100 to Meals That Matter, you know, a, a meal costs $10. You just bought 10 meals for a patient. And we know that and we can share that mm-hmm. with you. Uh, and that's really amazing and a differentiator for us um, that we're, we're just blessed that we, we have those costs covered. And so when people give to Stoddard, it's going right to what you wanted it to go to. 
Yeah, that that is incredible. I mean, you look at some of the administrative costs of some of these charitable organizations, and they mm-hmm. can be 20, even up to 30%. And mm-hmm. so that means, you know, for every dollar, only 70 cents may be making it to where it needs to go. Yep. So, you know, some of our audience may know this and some may not, but I there's a, like a big event coming up on February 12th, isn't there? There is. So our Rally Against Cancer, the annual fundraising event for the Stoddard Cancer Center uh, is coming up and uh, we're really excited. This is the 22nd year of the event. Um, And this year we'll be back in person with uh, a lot of safety protocol and procedures in place. Um, as we're hoping to demonstrate to the community, you know, we can we can gather together in, in a safe manner as long as we take all of the proper uh, protocols to maintain safety for everybody. Um, but we're going to be joined by Lance Armstrong, who is probably one of the most notable cancer survivors in the world. I think if you asked anybody or brought up his name, everyone would know who he is. Um, and he went through quite the cancer journey himself. And so um, we're looking forward to having him kind of share a little bit about uh, what that journey looked like for him. Uh, and especially now too reflective on that cancer journey as he's in his 50s. And that was when he was in his uh, 20s, 30s uh, time period. So um, we're excited to have him. You know, rally uh, for me is always where we get to celebrate what happens at Stoddard. Um, it's the time where Stoddard's loyal supporters can all gather together. We get to celebrate our team. We talk a lot about Team Stoddard. Uh, and that is, I, I think, something that's really important is to come together, celebrate the incredible work, the incredible programs that happen at Stoddard. Uh, and we get to do that at Rally, which is really exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. You know, being a cyclist, I I am truly excited for Lance Armstrong. And I know he creates some controversy. Yep. Some people love him. Some people hate him. He's a cheater. Um, You know, you can fall on what other side, but two things. He's done a tremendous amount to raise the awareness of cancer and helped many thousands and tens of thousands of people with their cancer journey. And, you know, whether he used EPO, whether he didn't, he is still an absolutely remarkable athlete. So, right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we can't lose we'll, sight of those things. We'll let him tell his own story and people can make their own opinions about him. But yeah, like you said, one of the things that drew us to him was, you know, he's raised $500 million for cancer yeah. and cancer causes. And to think of how many people that has helped uh, is really remarkable. Yeah, that's an incredible number. So I'll yeah. just say, if anybody's listening to this, you know, you can go to stoddardrac.org to find out more information about attending. Um, and two, like I mentioned, um, you know, we're going to have uh, requirements. So uh, COVID vaccine, proof of COVID vaccine is required. Uh, masking will be required. Uh, and we're going to have people spread out. The tables are going to be six feet apart. Um, so we've, we're taking a lot of measures to try and keep everybody safe. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's just essential that we do that as a healthcare organization. So, um, you know, one of the interesting things about rally and you alluded to this, you know, grateful patients giving back in a monetary way. That's how rally started. Yes, Uh, A family was grateful for the care that the mother received at the hospital. And they literally started rally was in the first iteration was Super Bowl rally. And of course, yeah. the NFL said, you can't call it that. That's trademarked. <laughs> and that's how we got rally for cancer, just yeah. from the 
grateful uh, giving back of a family. So it's, exactly, it's a yeah. tremendous story. And it started out small and it has grown to a, you know, 500, 600 person event. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're really grateful to the Johnson family that started this event. Uh, and, it, and we've watched it over the years to grow to what it is today. It, it's really incredible. And like you said, it started all because somebody wanted to give back. Yeah. Yeah. So little things can lead to very big endings. And um, that just is a, you know, a really tremendous story. So we, you do have something else going on, like rally isn't enough, but then (laughs) there's this thing I hear called the comprehensive campaign where we're trying to raise money to really cement and assure the future of cancer care. And I'll ask you to comment on that for a couple minutes. Absolutely. So, um, we this past year uh, embarked on the first ever comprehensive campaign in the 30-year history of the Stoddard Cancer Center. Um, and as you mentioned, w- what that means and why we're doing it is it's about securing the future of the important programs that I've outlined today and we mentioned earlier um, to not only make sure that they're there for the years and years to come, but to expand and grow them. You know, it is no secret that uh, cancer is um, growing. The rates are growing in our community. More and more people are being diagnosed with cancer. People are living longer with cancer. Um, And so we are seeing a need for these support programs. They've become more important. Um, And we need to be able to have them grow and expand uh, and be on solid financial footing. And so that's what... um, We're calling it the It Takes You campaign because, you know, as I mentioned, we're all on Team Stoddard and really it it takes all of us. It takes you to make this happen for so many people. Uh, And if we all can come together, the goal is to raise six million dollars over the next several years um, to put these programs on strong financial footing. Uh, and allow us to expand programs. I know one of the things we've talked about, for example, is adding a financial navigator to our navigator team. What a difference that would make in so many lives if we, as we've talked about the financial pressure uh, that people are facing, helping people navigate the insurance uh, world, Medicare, Medicaid, just all those different things. Adding that position would be huge. Uh, and that requires resources. Uh, those mm-hmm. folks are covered by philanthropy. And so hopefully this campaign will allow us to come together and be able to offer those types of services. Yeah, I, you know, I think it's it's so important that we have, you know, this vision for the future and uh, yep. ways to support it. And I'm going to just put in a shameless plug here for <laughs> uh, my passion, and that is cancer prevention. And, you know, we would look at these dollars as not only, you know, working in the world of cancer care and treatment, but we also want to develop awareness and be a community resource for how do we prevent cancer? How do we Mm -hmm. use nutrition to decrease risk of cancer? How do we use stress management to decrease risk of cancer? How do we, you know, have educational programs so that we can teach people the importance of, you know, these pillars of health, which are nutrition, social relationships, stress management, sleep, movement, all these things uh, fit together to reduce patients' cancer risk. And so that's really, in my vision, part of this program as well, because not only are we a resource for the patients who walk through our door, but we are also a resource for the community. 
And it's really important that we have the resources to really help our community improve their overall health. So I'm very excited about it because I've got some, you know, interesting ideas and what we can do to kind of up our game for prevention. So thank you to Adam and all the staff who are working on that. This is incredibly important uh, for the cancer center, but also the community in general. So, you know, we're about out of time, Adam, and it's been a wonderful conversation. I hope people have learned you know, why philanthropy is important because we provide this wide array of supportive services that, you know, is just, they're not paid for by insurance. They're so important to care for patients and uh, we need to continue to move forward with those. But I always give my guests the last word and I just want you to leave people with an inspirational thought. Sure. I, I don't know how inspirational this will be, but when you asked the uh, me to talk about this uh, giving back you know no matter the size of the gift it matters it makes a difference and i hope people have heard that today in our conversation you have the ability to change a life um we get to see it daily and when you when you make that gift you might just realize it makes you feel pretty good too yeah that's great so thank you for your time. Uh, my guest today has been Adam Hazelhune. He's the Director of Development at the John Stoddard Cancer Center. And go ahead and get those tickets for Rally Against Cancer, February 12th, where our special guest will be Lance Armstrong. Thank you, Adam. Thank you.